And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Chunk. I'm your host, <laughs> Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Mark Sheen Washable. Nah. <laughs> Definitely caught that in the intro. Okay, quick souls. <laughs> the Rat of a Red Baron. Mm. That's Chris Massey. Oh, like a good it. voice. Very nasally. I think I right? had them both. I think they were both spot on, actually. <laughs> Shades of Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> What's the deal with radio? No, not good. Not good. I apologize. To Jerry, his family. <laughs> Did you see he came out and apologized for the B movie? <laughs> Did he? <laughs> he? He like apologized for its like sexual undertones. <laughs> yeah, it's almost it's been like a big thing lately. It's like, well, the lady bangs the bee. But she doesn't bang the bee. <laughs> they do. <laughs> you know why the B movie is a good movie? I like the heavily edited photos of that lady though. You ever <laughs> see those? Like, they pop up on Reddit sometimes. <laughs> you know why the B movie is, go- is awesome? We'll give a GSWD point to anybody that can figure it out. Uh, David Putty's voice is a character. Nope. Well, he does. That's yeah. not the reason, though. That's kind of the like, You're oh, close. That's kind of what I was going for. <laughs> You're very close, though. I, that was my that was my guess also. It's not his voice that I like a whole lot. Oh, do you want the uh, pa- Patrick Warburton? Yeah, yeah, the douchebag boyfriend, Patrick Warburton. <laughs> I love Patrick Warburton. You know, so the other day I was doing some paperwork. The other day I'm watching the B movie. <laughs> so I'm doing, I'm doing, I always forget, like, because Patrick Warburton is in so many shit, like, so much shit randomly. And I was doing a bunch of paperwork for for work and stuff and, and clerical work and all that shit. And so when I do that, I usually throw a movie on, at, like, in the background that, like, I'll, like, kind of catch my attention for a second and I'll watch it and then I'll, you know, but I know what's happening. So I was scrolling through, and I saw Ted, and I was like, oh, man, I haven't seen Ted in a long time. I'll throw that shit on. Totally forgot Patrick Warburton was in it. And just the scene where he goes up, and he's like, Jesus, guy, what happened to your face? He goes, oh, same thing as last time. He goes, I texted a number at 1.30 saying to, asking him to beat me up. And I texted the same number again at 4.30 saying thanks. And then Mark Warburton was just like, I don't know, it just sounds kind of gay. And he's just like... I dig chicks. I might be gay. I don't know. He's like, you mind covering for me? I'm going to go lay on the bathroom floor. <laughs> and then later it turns out that he is gay. It's Ryan Reynolds. Like, makes eye contact. <laughs> like, and the Ted guy is like, hey, your, your co-workers are there making out with that Van Wilder looking guy. <laughs> oh, I, I would like to see more work with Seth MacFarlane and Mark Wahlberg as a team. Because Mark Wahlberg is very underrated funny. Yeah, and Seth MacFarlane is is a comedic genius. I, I would like to see the two of them do more work together, but it's got to be something where I don't see Seth MacFarlane's face because he creeps me out. It's got a weird smile. So, did you not like that um, million days to million ways, million ways to, die to die in the yeah. West? So, like, like, same concept. Like, the, there was there was funniness to it, but I didn't really care for it because I don't personally really like. I, I don't like Seth MacFarlane as like. Like, I don't like watching him act as a person. Does that make sense? 
Like I like the Family Guy stuff. Yeah. I like I like seeing him do like his like his like imitations and his voiceover work and like when he's on like late night shows, like when he was on the Graham Norton show and he was doing like a like a, a monologue with himself with all the characters of Family Guy and all, like I like seeing that stuff, but like I don't like seeing him in like that movie. Like I didn't care to for him in uh, that show that he did. I tried to give that a shot. He was in that space show, right? That he did uh, that like Star Trek ripoff because he's a big Star Trek fan. Oh, oh yeah, like, Orville, the Orville. Yeah, I didn't really care for that. I mean, like I I liked him in movie forty three, but that was because like that was the, he was just in a scene. You know what I mean, <laughs> he's like I gotta go record American so, Guy. I didn't really, yeah, I didn't really like that movie because I don't I don't like him and I don't like Neil Patrick Harris. I'm not really a big Neil Patrick Harris guy either. I mean, like, I, I struggled because, like, they came out with the, the Netflix series. Because a long time ago, they came out with the series of Unfortunate Events, those books from when we were kids. Mm-hmm. They came out with the movie where one, two, and three were all in the same movie. Mm-hmm. And Jim Carrey played uh, Count Olaf, the bad guy. Yep. But it never went anywhere because they didn't get money in time mm-hmm. to make a second movie. And, like, the problem with that is kids get older. Right. And they use real kids. Massey, you're killing me right now. Um that's Kyle. Yes. That's Kyle. Oh, Kyle, you're also Kyle. Me Kyle, right you're on the show, man. <laughs> so, um, well, Kyle's here. So he can't hear us. That's the problem. Right. Let me. Uh, Can go I want you say you go ahead and mute him? Yeah. That's, um. So, well, I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, so they made a series of Fortune events with Neil Patrick Harris as the bad guy. And I watched the whole thing because I liked the books a lot as a kid, and I thought the adaptation was good, but like I didn't enjoy it as much as I would because I'm not a big Neil Patrick Harris fan. It's the same reason why I'm not a huge fan of How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, it's a show that kind of just... I never... <laughs> <laughs> there is the probable Hello? himself. Hey, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. But, um... Hi, Kyle. Dude, there's a tag on your ear. Is that your new earring? <laughs> yes. Is that like one of those bull things where they put they like clip the ring onto the yeah. bull? Spend tags so we can track your mov- movements. <laughs> it's a pre-surgery precaution. Look like the worst Mr. I T cosplayer. What did you say you look like? The worst Mr. T cosplayer. <laughs> <laughs> Can so, you say you pity the fool? <laughs> Come on. I never answered my text. Give us your best Trump Nixon tea. <laughs> that, that's hard. <laughs> Come on. No, it's not. It's just, dude, you, you don't need, because when you do Trump Nixon, you don't actually do Nixon. You just put two peace signs out. <laughs> so it's really just a Trump impression. <laughs> so, All right, my backyard baseball is in my way. Kyle's playing backyard baseball. Yeah. Kyle, what room are you in? Did you get peanut butter crackers before you started? I do have peanut butter crackers. <laughs> is that the living room, Kyle? No, this is like the sun area. Oh, like the, the three seasons room? Yeah. Is it cold in there? No. Then it's a four seasons room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Ew. I said peanut butter crackers, not peanuts. Peanut, peanut butter crackers. peanuts. <laughs> All right, we should probably just get into these uh, starting lineups here. <laughs> Machine. Did we start already? Yeah, we're on the air, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle, we've been on the air <laughs> for like... It's not even o'clock yet. Yeah, we started early. We're trying a new thing. <laughs> yeah, but nobody told me. Mock was like, hey, you know, like, since they're not here, we should probably do like a 7 to, to, to midnight show. Yeah, we actually we ordered we bacon, egg, air. and cheese pizzas. <laughs> yeah, we, we got bacon, egg, and cheeses from Krauser's coming. 
My name is. They deliver now. Oh no! I already did your impression. Yeah, you don't know who it is. I'm K Kick Souls. No, it's not it. Well, it is. But anyway, I have from Blackhawk Brewing. Is it Bianca Rosado? Because that's what it says in the bottom <laughs> left-hand corner. Ross. I have the Hazy Frost IPA, a pillowy soft winter white IPA. I was going to text you while I was at Blackhawk to see if you wanted anything, but then I realized I only had $20 in cash <laughs> on me. He's like, I don't have $700. <laughs> yeah, could you get me Actually, what are Food truck situation was a primo, though. Who was there? Hold on. I think you would have liked it. Yes. It was an egg roll food truck. <laughs> I see. But but it wasn't Asian. Right. More expansive menu. It was stuffed with Asian food. Oh, I <laughs> they see. They had a taco egg yeah, roll. Yeah, we had a taco one. We had a mac and cheese one. Loaded baked potato. Mm. Loaded baked potato. They're, unfortunately, they were out of the kale flour and goat cheese oh. one. <laughs> Big ticket item right there. Yeah. But were, they were good. Hey, you would have liked it. Next to you? I, have, I have the cameras off because we're going to have the game on. Oh, okay. Yeah. We can see you, though. Yeah. Oh, God, I should probably tell you, uh, before I got here, I finished my... That was like a weird, like, flap. That was his, I'm putting right now. Limp wrist soles. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I finished my Madden 18 current franchise season, and I beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl. (laughs) It was 61 to... It was 61 to 17. How was it even fun at that point? point? Oh, man, I just kept running up that score. But how is it even fun if you're just winning, like, that big every time? It wasn't every time. Oh. It wasn't every time. It was three quarters of the time. It was dedication to really hang it hard on the Steelers. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> you guys had Alex Smith, though. Nice. Yeah. Get yeah. Madden 22, you bitch. Send me $60. It's only 50 It's all right. Don't send me $60. <laughs> he needs a no. chip. What if, what, if, what if we all chip in 10 Can you cover the other 20 Or the other 10 Yes. All right. <laughs> and then, then, but then will you also chip in 10 for Kendall to get it? No. I, I just oh. need a coaster. <laughs> Kendall, what are you drinking? Kendall won't play it. I would play. I just, On what? I Massey, don't know. Matt, so when we talked about it, about doing the connected franchise thing, Massey said if we really got it up and running, got no ass, um, he said that he would give him his PlayStation 4. Massey said he'd give him his PlayStation 4. He's a really charitable guy with this technology. Because he just has five others. I did laugh when we were talking about the microphones to plug in. He's like, I have one. I have all of them. <laughs> well, really, it's, Massey setup is, works out great. It's really it's like, like when Kyle's on the, on the iPhone and like you on the iPhone. Because the iPhone mics suck. Ordered, ordered a mic. The one I sent in the group chat. Be here Wednesday. So I'll probably never be on here in the show again. Oh, nice. You're going to hook, gonna <laughs> hook it up right to that, that end table in the middle? Oh, yeah. Because I, I, t- I did see one. I can't um, wait for him to like pull it to a, pull the arm to adjust it and just turn the whole table over. I did see one. Spill everything. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I did see one you could like clip on here, and I was like, ah, oh, that's probably easier for you know because I lie down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need an extendable arm. <laughs> that that seems like the mic you would use for power squeezing in the bathroom. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> but uh, I I I did like the one that I got. It'll be here when I'll get it set up and see how it works. But uh. Yeah, I'm ready to, you know, not come here anymore. Oh, I'm in. Nice. I'm drinking a Heineken. Ooh, in a bottle, nonetheless. <laughs> Kyle, pet that dog. Oh, for real. <laughs> Bite him. Is that Frida? Yeah, go. Is, is, is that dog's middle name Lay? <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine if he just bit Kyle right now? 
Right in the balls. If we got to watch it. What well, would you do? The dog's if, on the show, Kyle. What would you do if while you were watching this, like you just saw Daryl come running in and just like, just, like <laughs> pull his pants down? Want <laughs> cookie? Well, See, that dog does what every other dog wants. Every dog wants to stay with Kyle. Except for, <laughs> except for Roxy, because that dog fucking sucks. Kyle, she was asking if you wanted a cookie. <laughs> Look at that. Is that a non-alcoholic Heineken? <laughs> oh, man. That's to say Heineken. Show us the bottle. That's a true for the flavor. Nah, that's right. Ah, it's a damn. <laughs> I've never been so disappointed. <laughs> this is a very funny sight. Like, Kyle kicking back a bottle at home. <laughs> Uh, Kendall, what are, you, what are you drinking? Well, courtesy of the Riddler, I think we're drinking Here, something. Fuck. Yes, something from the Jefferson's uh, yeah, but collection. What? That's stupid. You can't do that. All right, uh, we're having Jefferson's. I, I think I'm drinking beer. Jeff- it's a green cap. We're having Jefferson's Ocean Seafoam. No, I don't know. Well, we don't we don't continue the show until you get it. All right, Jefferson's. If this is what we do for three hours, then this is what we do. <laughs> Guys, I gotta go. <laughs> All right, we're having Jefferson's Standard. Nope. Jefferson's Straight Rye Whiskey, mm. finished in Cognac casks. Now, nice. I don't want any, but I also wasn't offered any. Because I knew you didn't want it. <laughs> and I didn't want to waste it. That's fine. I didn't want to waste it for you to sniff it and go, ooh. That's fair. But you can try it. <laughs> nah. Yeah, Kendall brought these rocks glasses that his grandfather bought in the 30s. Yeah, you know, I thought he was going to bust out mugs. Cause I thought he was bringing that last keg, but I think you guys drank it last week. No. No, we didn't yeah. have it last week. Oh. Actually, these are the Mike Mock... Rocks glasses. Ah. Why are they Mike Mock? I bought them for him. Oh. Uh-huh. So you basically have paid for nothing that's here. Uh, yes. That was a housewarming gift that did not get approved, but I bought it anyway. <laughs> it's been in service since that day. <laughs> How much Johnny Walker has been drinking out of these? Um, I had some... Today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm working on it slowly. The blue? Uh, the blue, yeah. I have some other scotches I'm working on. Nice. Yeah, so we're drinking. And then, Souls, what are you drinking? Heineken. Heineken. So is Massey just not joining? I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe he thinks we're starting at 8.15 like we always do. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was a funny one, Kyle. Um, uh, I thought I was surprised. My name is, uh, did I, you guys hear my name before? No, what's your name? It's K-Quick Souls. It is. Oh, I gotta go back to the message. Kyle, I have your name. I, I, I saved it as soon as you sent it to me. My name is Franklin Baxter Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it a lot. That sounds like a guy who comes through and gets the two for ten Whopper meal for himself. <laughs> I've oh, done that. He's a uh, serial loving pianist. He's a what? He's a penis? Serial loving pianist. Spell and pianist. <laughs> Toast excellence? <laughs> yeah. Toast of excellence. Kendall, do you have one? Uh, yes. I'm probably stealing some of these, but uh, to the Seattle Mariners. Good season. All right. I have two. I'm going to start with one right now. Minus to, seven of, minus to seven of the eight teams that qualified for the playoffs in the MLB. <laughs> I can't take all eight. One was dibsed. So, so my toast is to the New York Yankees for, you know, kind of skidding into the playoffs. Um. It was just such a bummer the way it happened. Because it was like, oh, we're poised for a four-way tie. And it was the Red Sox and Yankees like, yeah, but if we win, we're going. And we're just going to do that. We haven't been doing it for the past three weeks, but we're just going to do it now. <laughs> but, you know, they, they did lock up at least the, the spot in the wild card game. The away um, spot. Yes. Um, 
And also, New York Giants got win numero uno. So that's cool. Yeah, we're uh, this week on the show. We're what? We're two and two. Yes, it's an improvement. Last week we were one and three. <laughs> no, we're one and three. No, we were one and three last week because the Rams we won. We are again this week. No, we're not. The Giants and the Bears won. Uh, the Giants. Yeah. The yep. two probably not as good teams. No, the Steelers are just as bad. <laughs> well, but the Steelers, I will. The Steelers' defense is real banged up. The offense is not good. I mean, Najee Harris is just, like, kind of getting all the touches he wants because, like, everybody else is kind of not performing. But, like, the offense is pretty – like, the defense – if it was at full force and healthy, I would say that they – Do you guys – The games might be closer. Did you see the video today? It, it, I don't know if it's, like, how it was aired or if it was an edited clip or whatnot, but it was, like, Tomlin and Aaron Rodgers just going back and forth winking at each other. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed so hard at that because <laughs> they're both like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was when so Rodgers, the Steelers were doing a substitution. I knew he was going to say it. What? <laughs> he goes, Rodgers might be a Stealer next year. Um, I said to Paul the other day, Kyle, I was like, I can't believe Kyle hasn't brought up in the group text Aaron Rodgers praising the Steelers. Uh, Rodgers tried to fast snap the Steelers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Defensive yeah. substitution. But they were just winking. I was like, look at that. Yeah. That's cute. Uh, my toast to excellence is the, to the, the Chicago White Sox. They were one of the seven teams I already Was that the mentioned. team you left off for being excited about? No. <laughs> no, no. That was the Red Sox. Um, no, my, my, mine is to uh, this this young man uh, at the, the last home series for the Chicago White Sox this past weekend when they played Detroit. Um, he was... Uh, sitting uh, in the left field, right when you're facing its left, right. If standing you're, on home plate, it's yes. left. Left is left, right? To the left. Yeah. Yes. He was sitting in left field, and uh, Yon Mankata hit a home run, and he uh, very quickly dislocated his fake leg and put it up in the air and caught the ball in the leg. That's awesome. <laughs> caught like the it, ball in the, in the leg, like yeah. the big cup part mm-hmm. that the nub goes in. Just put it up in the air and caught it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, for him. Souls, do you have a toast of excellence? Tom Brady being the all-time NFL passing leader. Yeah. Again. Yeah. I thought they were going to smoke the Patriots. <laughs> but we'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It only took him, what, 37 years in the league <laughs> to do it. <laughs> well, no, he had already done it. Oh, I know. <laughs> Solo. Just, you know, Drew Brees, the fucking non-Super Bowl winning fuck, had to keep doing it. Yeah, he got one. <laughs> he didn't get one. <laughs> Tracy Porter got one. Man, I wish that was colder. Get you some ice. <laughs> ice it up. Yeah, a nice solo cup with a beer and ice. Shot in the water? Ooh, shot in the water. <laughs> Quick shot in the water. Come on, I got car bombs. Ooh. We're in a kangaroo? <laughs> what? So, uh, yeah. Uh, um, I guess we'll just dive right into the rundown. Kendall's like, fuck, I'm not ready. Ill-prepared. Oh, I don't. I need a whiteboard. <laughs> it was week four this past week. Um, a lot of upsets. A lot of upsets. Didn't do so hot in Pickums again. <laughs> I know I got one point. <laughs> yeah, so did I. I didn't even check Pickums this week. Didn't do so hot. You know, and also, the first week someone on Thursday didn't say, hey, Pick them reminder, I didn't make a pick on Thursday. And you know what's funny? <laughs> you and Massey, the two people who didn't pick, are the two people winning this week in pick Really? Mm-hmm. The two people that didn't pick Thursday are the two people winning. 
Now, how does it work in Pick'ems? If you don't pick a game, you don't lose a confidence points at all, though, right? You can still pick any of them you want. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, at that point, like, you would just... Why didn't you... At that point, why didn't you just make the Giants your two pick? The, the Giants were my two. Oh, I'm looking say, at it now. I was like, why would you, why would you pick a one? <laughs> you know, they're, they're defaulted. <laughs> they're defaulted. I can still make the Chargers my one pick. <laughs> it's true. No, I beat Jeff's team in fantasy baseball this week. Yeah, I lost to Kendall. Came in third. I, I didn't see where I finished. It, did it, I mean, it has to be over, right? Yeah. I was stuck in third place for, like, the entire so I, year. So I finished in fourth then? Yeah, you finished in fourth. You were 57 games out of first. Well, so Rebecca gets the punishment? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I think it's fun- divorce. You know what's really funny about Rebecca getting that punishment, though? Rebecca is fucking smoking us in the show league. Really? I mean, that's not the way we're doing it, Like, because like, I'm going to do it for, like, stats like I did for baseball. Because um, I don't want to do fantasy points, because I don't want to do the bonus points and shit that it awards. And all that shit, but like like Rebecca right now is like I'm scoring like 150 points. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't draft a second kicker in that I don't, league. I don't. You only did one kicker, I think. Oh, uh, was it? Maybe it was two. I don't know. I don't remember most most of my team. I do remember that I have Christian McCaffrey though, which is cool. <laughs> Massey's in last in that one. But yeah, um, you ready? I'm ready. I'm not. Uh oh. Boom 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 boom. Souls. Yeah, there you go, he man. Gets it. My team in that league had a big week this week. And you lost? No. I, I played against um, Kyle and beat him by 90 points. And Michael Thomas. You know, Kyle, yeah, Kyle picked Michael Thomas in that league, so he'll finish in fourth. I, I'm a big fan of the, the way Kyle's drinking the Heineken because he's so close to the camera. It looks like he's slugging back a 22. <laughs> Man, Bill's defense put in work yeah i'm going i went against them with jeff god i need jacobs and carlson to get me 28 points you can do it you need mike williams to give me negative eight hey kyle good thing we didn't play gaskin hmm. all right let's yeah. do it you ready for the tbds week four of the nfl season was underway this past weekend but it started on thursday as the cincinnati Bengals hosted the winless jacksonville jaguars Trevor Lawrence, looking for his first win in the big leagues, throws for 204 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. James Robinson was the big man on the field and on Kendall's bench with 78 yards and two touchdowns. I played him. (laughs) (laughs) And LaVisca Chenault just missed the century mark. But Joe Burrow threw two touchdowns and 348 yards with Joe Mixon adding another on the ground to lead the Bengals to a late 24-21 victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars. At 3-1, are the Cincinnati Bengals quietly the team to beat in the AFC North? TBD. Moving to Sunday at 1 o'clock, the Chicago Bears try to come back from their embarrassing performance last week as they host the winless Detroit Lions. Justin Fields gets a second career start, and he throws for 209 yards and an interception, though he did have a good completion percentage and made crucial throws when it mattered the most. David Montgomery had an amazing day before going out with an injury with 106 yards and two touchdowns on the ground, and Darnell Mooney had his coming-out party of the season, breaking the century mark on five receptions. But Jared Goff and the Lions rallied back late as he threw for two touchdowns and 300 yards, and Williams added 65 on the ground or 66 on the ground. But it wasn't enough to overcome the tremendous first half the Bears had as the Lions go to 0-4 after falling 24 to 14. Can the Chicago Bears string enough things together to be competitive in the NFC with Justin Fields this year? TBD. 
the Washington football team and the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta looks to come to hold on to the win they had last week as Washington looks to continue trying to figure things out with the new new kid in town. Tyler Henneke throws for three touchdowns and 290 yards as Gibson has another great day. And McLaurin, man, did he kill it with two touchdowns and a buck 23. Matt Ryan threw for four touchdowns, though, and Cordero Patterson had a career day with three total touchdowns and 150 all-purpose yards. But it wasn't enough as the Falcons do what they do best, blow late leads in games as they fall 34-30 to to the visiting Washington football team. Washington moves to 2-2 two two on the season. Can Tyler Heineke keep them competitive with the Cowboys in that division? TBD. The Buffalo Bills and the Houston Texans. The Bills look to continue to keep rolling after their week one loss, and Houston's looking to try to snap their losing streak from week one. But Buffalo did their thing. Josh Allen throws a pick, but throws for 248 and two touchdowns as Stephon Diggs breaks the century mark, and Devin Singletary has another good game on the ground. The young kid Mills throws for, throws for four picks and doesn't crack the 90-yard mark, and Mark Ingram continues to struggle on the ground as the Houston Texans are blanked by the Buffalo Bills 40 to nothing. Are the Houston Texans tanking? TBD. Yes. We'll get there. <laughs> the, the undefeated Carolina Panthers travel to Arlington to take on the rolling Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott throws for four touchdowns and 188 yards as Ezekiel Elliott seems to have find his, found his stride again with 143 yards and a touchdown, a Cooper adding a touchdown through the air as well. DJ Moore had an impressive day through the air and Sam Darnold continued to dazzle, but two picks proved costly as the Panthers found their first loss of the season, falling 36-28 to to the Cowboys. Are the Cowboys, are the Cowboys better than we thought they were? Are the Panthers still the real deal? TBD. The Indianapolis Colts look to find their first win in the season as they travel to Miami and face the struggling uh, Dolphins. Jacoby Brissett throws for two touchdowns and 199 yards, and Parker finds his stride on the season with a touchdown and 77, uh, 77 receiving yards. But Jonathan Taylor was the big man on the ground with 103 yards, and Carson Wentz played mistake-free football with two touchdowns for 228 as the Colts stumble over Miami 27-17 to to get their first win on the season. Can the Colts rally around a, a formidable offensive line and decent defense in what looks to be a wide-open AFC West? East? TBD. You guys should have fucked it up on TDB. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns look to keep momentum going as they face the struggling Minnesota Vikings. Baker Mayfield, Kirk Cousins combined for a whopping 310 yards passing with one touchdown and one interception. The ground game was abysmal for Dalvin Cook and the Minnesota Vikings, but Jefferson caught a touchdown for 84 yards, or with 84 yards. Chubb broke the century mark, but it didn't feel like it in this real low-scoring affair as the Cleveland Browns beat the Minnesota Vikings 14-7. Justin Jefferson is looking like he's starting to find his stride again. Can he continue on his historic rookie year to become the number one receiver in the NFL? TBD. The New York Football Giants look to find their first win on the season as they come into a what's kind of weird, been a weird New Orleans Saints team this year. Jameis Winston throws for a touchdown in 226 as Kamara has a great day on the ground, but nothing through the air, surprisingly. Callaway has two receptions for 74 yards, but Daniel Jones was wheeling and dealing as he threw two touchdowns for 400 yards. Barkley, another touchdown on the ground, and Galladay stepped up big when the team needed him most with 116 yards. 
as the New York Giants held on in overtime. And by hold on, I mean Kyle Rudolph holding on to fumbles to give them the victory as the Giants get their first win on the season, 27-21. Can this momentum be enough to take the Giants for the first time in I don't know how many years out of the top five picks in the draft next year? TBD. Mock hopes not. Nah, he hopes so. The New York football Jets play host to the Tennessee Titans as Derrick Henry looks to come in and continue his rolling way on the ground, and he does just that with 157 yards and a touchdown as Ryan Tannehill throws for 298 and a touchdown. But nobody saw Zach Wilson breaking his more interceptions than touchdown streak (laughs) as he throws for 297 and two touchdowns, and Corey Davis adds 111 yards to the air with Carter with 38 on the ground. The Jets did just enough to hold off the Tennessee Titans in overtime, 27-24, to get their first win of the season. Are the Tennessee Titans' struggles this year the real deal? Are they not a real threat in the AFC this time? TBD. The Chiefs go to Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, as they take on the Eagles. Patrick Mahomes throws for five touchdowns in that game. Edward Hilaire, 100 on the ground. Hill, three touchdowns, 186 yards, and 11 receptions. If you're guessing, man, those are stats are impressive, no way the Eagles beat them. You'd be right. <laughs> Hurts throws for 367 and two touchdowns, though, as the two tight end combo finally seems to be getting rolling for Goddard and Ertz as they combine for two, uh, a touchdown and 110 yards. But it wasn't enough to stop the five-touchdown performance from the Cincinnati or uh, Cincinnati Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs, as they beat the Eagles 42 to 30 to bounce back from their two tough losses in a row. Right, back yes, to back losses. Back. Can the Chiefs rally around this in what looks to be a competitive? What looks to be a pivotal week for the AFC West. TBD. TBD. Man, I'm really fucking my words up today. Four o'clock games. The Arizona Cardinals go to LA to play the Rams at SoFi Stadium. Kyler Murray looks to keep impressing with his arm and his legs on the ground as Stafford continues his race for MVP candidacy. Stafford throws for 280 yards and two touchdowns. Van Jefferson, another big game with 90 yards and a touchdown. But A.J. Green continues to be the difference maker for the Arizona Cardinals as he throws, as he has 67 receiving yards and a touchdown and Chase Edmonds breaks that century mark on the ground as Arizona routes, not routes, I shouldn't say routes. Routes was wrong but look to be in control the whole game against the Rams, 37-20, to 20, to continue being the to be the only undefeated team in the NFL, I believe, right? Uh, Raiders. The only undefeated team through four weeks in the NFL. Can the Arizona Cardinals hang on to that momentum and be the best team in a stacked NFC West? TBD. Didn't know Massey was here. NFC West showdown number two as the Seattle Seahawks travel to what used to be Candlestick, I can't remember the name of it anymore, to take on the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt, shocker, and goes out with 165 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Trey Lance comes in and hits a wide open Debo Samuel for 75 yards. Debo Samuel, 156 and two scores as Sermon adds 90 on the ground. But Russell Wilson's 149 pedestrian yards and two touchdowns with DK Metcalf's big-bodied receptions proved too much for the 49ers defense as the Seattle Seahawks rolled to a 28-21 victory to even themselves up on 2-2 two and two on the season to lock them up for tied for third. Can Seattle roll with momentum after LA's first loss and their big division win to find ways back into the NFC West playoff picture? TBD. It's always the playoff picture for that fucking team. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Well, Jesus, travel to Denver to take on the undefeated Denver Broncos. Baltimore's been rolling after their loss, but Lamar Jackson throws for 316 and a touchdown. 
rushes for 59 yards. Or sorry, Latavius Murray, L. Murray, rushes for 59 yards in a score, and Hollywood Brown does 91 in a score through the air. Drew Locke did not look good as Teddy Bridgewater went out with concussion protocol. The running back carousel proved nothing good for the Denver Broncos this week, and Cortland Sutton failed to show up as Noah Fant led the game off with a touchdown on the opening drive and then surrendered 23 unanswered points to get their first loss in the season as Baltimore rolls to 3-1 on the season, 23-7. to is, is, is this win for the Ravens going to keep them competitive against the rolling Browns and Bengals in the AFC North? TBD. The Steelers and the Packers. The Steelers look to correct their losing ways so far this season as Green Bay continues to try and roll from their week one loss. Ben throws for 232 and a touchdown, but one pick as Najee Harris leads the team in rushing again with 52 yards and a touchdown. Deontay Johnson, the big man through the air, though, with nine for 92 and a score. Aaron Rodgers was held somewhat in check by the Steelers' hurt defense, only throwing for 248 and two scores, but his legs got it done as he added another one on the ground and haunting nightmares for Paul as Randall Cobb was the big man through the air with two scores. Makes me want to cry myself to sleep as the Green Bay Packers beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 27-17 to for the Steelers' third straight loss on the season. When is it time for the questions to be answered about Ben Roethlisberger and Mike Tom- for Mike Tomlin this year? DBD. I meant that for like Mike Tomlin has to answer the questions, not he's on the hot seat. I got you. Yeah. Just want to make that clear. Fire him too. Tom Brady gets his homecoming as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers travel to New England for Brady's first game at Gillette since leaving the Patriots. Tom Brady was held in check as he threw for 269 and no scores. Leonard Fournette, 91 on the ground. Mike Evans, 7 for 75. Mac Jones threw for two scores and 275 yards. You might think the Patriots pulled that one out, and it was close. But a late late uh, field goal by Ryan Suckup and a field goal fest by Suckup altogether gave the Bucks their edge 19-17 to as Tom Brady wins his homecoming game and becomes the all-time passing yards leader in NFL history in his old home. And then, oh, sorry, uh, can... I don't know what to do for this one. I really just don't know. Is Robert Kraft and, and, and Bill Belichick swallowing their pride? TBD. Yeah, yeah, right? And then the Vegas Raiders and the L.A. Chargers are in a delayed start in their game, but the Raiders look to improve to 4-0 as uh, Derek Carr tries to improve on his MVP caliber play this year. Justin Herbert looks to continue to be his gunslinging self with Keenan Allen and Eckler, two defenses that have the ability to get it done, two high-scoring potential offenses. It's going to be a bloodbath in the AFC West. Who's coming out on top? T-B-D. The T stands for delayed. B D. The game's delayed. Yeah, that's what it says. I don't know why. Weather. Really? You're talking to Rich Gannon. <laughs> it has Con- a roof. Conversation is going long. They just got. It's been a while. Just let him talk it out. Yeah, but they're actually signing David Carr to a contract. <laughs> they're putting his name in the Ring of Honor. They're doing a big celebration. It says good. time is DVD. Good, good one. Okay. Yeah, I it's, thought it was going to be It says the game is delayed due to lightning. Indoor lightning. It says it will pass within the hour. Oh, uh, it looks like the motors to the brand new roof are broken and can't close. <laughs> so they get leaving it open all day. Yeah. How, how arrogant. Yeah, like what the fuck? It's LA. You're not going to yeah. get free rainfall. Right. They knew there was a game tonight. No. That's your fault, Mass. Yeah. Well, hi, Mass. 
Hey. <laughs> Internet is back. Readers. Kinda. I can't get my camera working. That's right. We're not going to watch you anyway. Well, that's fair. Although, I guess we could put Kyle back on. We could see Kyle's yeah, face till the game starts. Smiling mug. Yeah, that's what we want. Kyle, give us a good face real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was already doing it. <laughs> He's always prepared. <laughs> Kyle, you look like Dick Dastardly. A good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. I don't know who Dick Dastardly is. I'm the bad guy from the Scooby Doo movie. Um, yeah, Dick Dastardly is the guy uh, with the curly mustache and stupid yeah. looking dog. He was the bad guy in Scoop. Yeah, first of all, it's not stupid looking dog. That's Muttley, and you fucking watch your mouth. Yeah, you bitch. <laughs> I tell you what. He's the head of our I got something we can talk about real quick while we figure himself out. I, I'm a big fan of uh, a certain member of our podcast group. I'm going to describe him. You guys see if you can figure out who I'm talking about. All right? And always cheap. I'm a big fan of the the real dad type vibe from one of us. I'm a real big fan of, of, of the, the guy who who has the social media but rarely uses it. But when he does use it, it's to post dad-like pictures of his team winning a big game. Oh, hi, Kendall. No, that's Mike Mock. <laughs> Oh, Mark never posts anything, but every and every once in a while they'll just screenshot a Yankees or a Giants post oh, and share it. Instagram. And it would just share it to your stories. There's no video; it's just a screenshot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, it was their post. Just send it. Just it's just so really funny. proud of these guys. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> like he doesn't he never posts anything, and then just randomly, and it's always like superimposed from like the shape. <laughs> just love it. It always makes me laugh. So, like, I picture every time I see it, I picture, like, he definitely shared that while he had a beer in his hand and he was looking at the meat in his smoker. <laughs> Did you press that yet? <laughs> <laughs> Opens the lid, just recloses it. Give that one a flip. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Don't let the juices run. <laughs> Can one of you dads come over here and compliment the meat <laughs> as I'm grilling it? It's a good skit. I like that a lot. Um, all right, so I guess uh, we'll, we'll round out this hour by... Uh, Posing Mock's question, even though we kind of already talked a whole lot about it. Go ahead, Mock. So, the more we watch the terrible Houston Texans play, while <laughs> um, I, I pose it, that's so terrible. This? Yeah, if we could stop that, that'd be great. Um, Put it in your mouth next. <laughs> um, you know, we, we just watched the Texans get blown out 40 to nothing. Um, they have a healthy... Can, can, you, can you stop, please? <laughs> they have a healthy and unsuspended Deshaun Watson, not even traveling with the team anymore. Um, and they're just losing games. Their one win is against the winless Jaguars. Um, they weren't winless when they won it, though. What? The Jaguars weren't winless when they won it. Yes, they were. No, they it was, weren't. It was they... week two. <laughs> was it? Yeah. No, I, thought it, I thought it was week one, but it was week two. I thought they opened up the season with a win. I thought so, too. It did. I don't know. When I pulled up their schedule today, it was the second game listed. Maybe Google was wrong. Got it. Because I, I, th- I thought the same thing. Well, anyway. Anyway. Anyway, they're, they're not playing. No, they beat the Jaguars week one. Was it one? 37 to 21. And then Google had it backwards. Yeah. Um, oh, no, they played in week two as well. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? But but what I mean, you know, they're they're not playing – great football and they're leaving their best player off the field now we know there's issues there but he he remains an active player i mean we we've seen how many teams i mean is alden smith still on a roster 
No. Are we sure? Yes, because he's in jail, but he was on a roster as recently as last year. Okay. So, again, a guy that's been arrested about 7,500 times always but, manages to get back on a roster. But but the, but those are different things. No, I, I under, but what I'm saying is, is they're, they're different to it. I mean, that guy got arrested for how many? What, it was, all, was it all domestic stuff and gun uh, charges? Yeah, and, a little everything. Yeah, and, and guns, too. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's different, but not really. No, it's different. But why? Hitting a woman is different than raping her. But but I mean to continually be allegedly. Well, I mean, th- there's just it's a hard comparison because then it's, then it's like there's the, the Josh Gordons of the world who they you know they break the rules, get suspended, and come back over and over and yeah. over again. And then the, um, but then you have the Ray Rices who are one and done. Right. I, I don't I don't know what where the line is drawn because it, it seems very arbitrary. For the one the that's NFL. always funny it's... to me is like, don't get me wrong. Like domestic violence is bad and, and sexual assault and all that stuff. The one that always like surprised me was that Richie incognito was ever able to get a job again. Cause like being racist in a sport where you're the minority, yeah. kind of a problem. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we, we've like, seen guys just, but imagine going out for like the tip off of like NBC. Like, man, I hate black people. <laughs> and then like, well, news for you. Got some news for we, you. We've seen guys like come back from, I mean, Michael Vick came back. Well, Kareem Hunt came back, and, and they've played. And and so the qu- the question on your mind was, when are the, when are they going to get in trouble for tanking? Yes, which I guess I found out today doesn't matter in the NFL. There's no like rule against it. Didn't know that. Well, there's no rule against it, but like you can get fined and shit and type of stuff. But like, so my my first question is because I asked you and Massey in the chat when we were talking about it, and I never got a real answer. What is this NFL list that you're talking about? So, because there's the NFI list, NFI, the and, non-football injury. Yes, that list and, is only for injuries outside of football. So it it was weird because like I read a few different takes on it, and like some of it was saying it didn't have to be like an exact injury; it could be like a non-football related reason. But it has. But to, then other things said so. So well, I think the ruling on it is like it doesn't have to be an injury, but it can be like an illness. It can be like a like a dis like a disformation like you know so, it can be something where it's like 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 you get like you know like you're not injured but like all of a sudden you have like a massive bone spur or something like that like so that was the thing like I said I, I read a couple of things because it was the first time I ever really heard of it I knew there was always like that non football thing I didn't know exactly what it was but um I I could be wrong maybe maybe that list isn't eligible um but at, at the end I mean he he's an, a player on the active roster who's by far the best player on their team. Now, again, like we've had guys come back that were convicted. I mean, I mean Greg Hardy came back. <laughs> like I beat the shit Twice. out of him. Yeah, I, it's just there's guys that have come back from it. And, again, I, I, I'm not saying that Watson is innocent, but – Nothing has happened yet, so right. there, there's no reason he can't play. So there's, there's no reason he can't play, but there's a reason why they shouldn't play him. That's the thing. But uh, I, I mean, but, so let, let's say they play him. Like, let's, let's go the hypothetical route because we don't know if he's innocent or not. We don't. Yeah. Let's say they play him for two weeks and then it comes out all of it's true. Yeah. That's an absolutely your organization's fucked. You you played him. Knowing that you didn't know the answers, yes or no, so you're just like, eh, fuck it, whatever happens, happens. We're gonna play him because winning a football game is more important than moral rights. 
So we put them out there, and now your $4 billion organization just like it it'd be like if Pepsi continued to sponsor Michael but, Jackson but during then, the like the the child abuse But then assaults. why is it any different when a guy comes back after domestic abuse like when they all come back what's the difference I'm not saying there is a difference I wouldn't be I wouldn't be for the the my, my, I wouldn't support the Chicago Bears bringing back somebody that beat up a woman or did some shit like that like there's certain there's certain things like for me for example like Michael Vick for example Yeah Michael Vick did his time Yes. He got convicted, he did his time, and then he tried to correct himself by, by contributing to organizations. And like that. Like, so he did his time and he was reformed. The, the, the point was done. Like, but like if the Bears decided, oh, we need help at linebacker, and so we're going to go out and get, like, sign Alden Smith, I would not be okay with that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a fan of that. I wouldn't, wouldn't support it. I wouldn't be happy with anything he did, even no matter how positive it was, because it's wrong. Like you know, like, well, see, Antonio Brown's playing right now. So here's the thing, though, and this but I'm not a fan of it. But but I'm not I'm not saying you are. But I'm Antonio Brown is currently right. playing. So this is where Houston missed the boat because in almost all these players that we mentioned, when this happened, whether it's true or not, ties are ties are cut immediately. It's like I'm sorry, you know, that's it. We're we're disassociating ourselves entirely. We're we're eating the money, yeah. whatever it is. This situation, it didn't. Houston kind of they missed the boat. They're like, oh well, let's kind of see how this plays out. And then nothing happened, and now they're kind of sitting with this baggage that they don't know what to do with, and now teams are, are not interested in, in taking a part of it. So Houston's kind of stuck on this island with two parties that don't want like, anything to do with one another. Well, also, is, is Antonio Brown also, like, does it, like Antonio Brown's situation, does he have anything open against him? So I think it was, and then they, like, settled outside of court. Okay, and, and, and the, the thing that he was being charged with was the assault of a driver. There was that, that I, there was a sexual assault thing too. I'm pretty sure. I, I could be wrong. I would I, have to I look it up. Think, I think that was I think that happened in the off season though, and it was like taken away before the season started. Yeah, it hit a really weird couple of months. I don't I don't know what went first. But you, it, it's and regardless of what it, it's the it's the thing you learn in grade school. Just because other people do it doesn't make it right. No, I I understand that, but I, I'm making the comparison of the, you know there's guys that do similar and and different things and come back right because they can play it, it just the, but, the way i look at it is that the texans are keeping their best player off the field if they want to trade him, i i understand that you we see that all the time where well, you they know, do want to trade him they said they, they said that see so, even that they they were offered what they wanted during the draft and they turned it down the the exact deal they wanted was offered to them by who i i think it was the dolphins i i I've, i think it was the dolphins but there was a team that offered them the three firsts and three thirds, and they said no. And then the you know the the situation got worse. But I, I don't think they were ever going to trade them. Mm. So real quick though, if we could advance the conversation a little bit into why we think Houston's tanking, and you know, so the the, the Watson thing aside. I mean, for me, I just don't think is what like everybody says. I think it's kind of true. Just the Texans just aren't that good. No, they're not. A, they're not a good. Team. Um, they were a four-win team with him throwing for five thousand yards. I mean, they have a very puzzling running back situation. Like, uh, he threw for what? How many yards did he throw for? Like forty-eight hundred or some shit like that. I mean, he, like he, that. Had a, he, had he was really the passing year. yards leader, yeah. and it resulted in four wins. Yes, but again, I mean. The the exact the whole win. I mean, their their defense was terrible. Like. I understand. Is terrible now. Yeah, but that's I, I know, but what, I, what I'm saying is, is he he's easily their best player, easily. 
Now, let me ask you a question. Yeah. What if he wasn't there? Right? Would they still be tanking? If he wasn't on the team? No, because their mm -hmm. best player wouldn't be on the team. That I don't understand your question. I just can't... Pretty much not, they're, not, they're not playing him for a reason. Right? So basically, he's not on the team. But he is. He's on their 53-man roster. I can't subscribe to the fact that... Yeah, I can't subscribe to the fact that they're tanking. I mean, they don't have a choice. He has to be on the 53-man roster. You can't, as a, you can't, the, the player in today's NFL, that they've made it so that the player has all the leverage, the team has nothing. So the team can't hold out on him if he, if, like, in my opinion, Deshaun Watson's playing it the smartest way possible. He doesn't want to be there. The Texans have said they don't, they want to trade him, whether or not it's true, but they've said they don't, they want to trade him. They don't want to deal with him during all this stuff. They, like, they clearly don't want to play him with all these allegations. But Deshaun Watson, if you're Deshaun, show up. If you play me, you play me. If and if if you if if, if you if I you call my bluff and you say you're gonna play me, then I'll hold out. But I'm gonna show up. All this shit going on, you're not gonna play me, so you have to pay me because I showed up. I chose to be here. Just because you're not playing me doesn't mean you can't pay me. And I think personally, the other thing too is I don't think the Texans are in a necessarily in the biggest rush because they're not paying him a lot of money. He's not making anything this year. I, I think it's just kind of like an inevitable thing for I mean, for he's, making, he's making money, but he's not making quarterback money. He's, he's making $15 million. Like, big fucking whoop. You can eat that on the books for a year and then try to trade him next year. Or so, trade him in the offseason. So I don't know how the, the contract stuff works. Because, like, they signed the extension, but, mm -hmm. like, it's not an effect. So I don't know, like... He's making $15 million this year, $40 million next year. Yes. Forty million the year after that, and then there's like a, a like a player option for the year after that. What what I mean is, so like, the new contract isn't in effect yet. No, it is. Is it? But it, it kicks in next year. No, nope, this is the first year they backloaded it. I I'm pretty sure this is the last year of his rookie deal. The contracting I looked at showed him being under contract for three more years give after this. Give me a second. Um, I, I'm pretty sure this is the last year because this is his fourth year, right? I don't remember. I gotta have to look it up. It, he was drafted the same year as Mahomes and Trubisky, and this is either year four or five. I, I'm not. This I don't is, remember. This is this is the first year of it. I'm pretty sure. So, but for, real quick, just while we're looking, no, you're right. had, it's not. It's the last year of his rookie. Yeah. Okay. So he's not making anything. No, no, no. But I, I get what I mean is, I, I don't understand like the legality side of it, but the contracts, like the the extension isn't in play yet mm -hmm. now i don't know because he already sent like is he already owed that guarantee even though like the contract isn't if they cut him if they yet. cut him they own it's i think the dead cap space if they were to cut him if they were to cut him this year if they were to cut him right now they would owe him 67 million in dead cap money okay correct So and for Houston, though, though I stand by the point that I think they were ill-prepared for this whole thing, they did have a contingency plan where, you know, Tyrod Taylor was going to be their quarterback. And, you know, he, he played and unfortunately got hurt. So, I, I mean, you can't plan for injury. I don't have a problem with the way the Texans are handling this. I, I don't think it's them tanking because I, I, don't, I think their hands are tied. They have to pay Deshaun Watson if, if he chooses to be part of the team they have to pay him. Now, could they try to call his bluff and say, okay, hey, we're going to start you next week because we don't like this Mills kid. We don't have any other options. We're going we're gonna to start you. Now, 
forget all the publicity bullshit that comes with that negative, all the negative shit that's going to come with that because it's going to get all the media attention in the world if they announce he's playing. But then he can have a chance to, okay, they called my bluff. Am I going to play? And then if he chooses not to play, then he's, then he doesn't get paid. Then he's not, has to, doesn't have to be part of the roster anymore. They can, they, they don't have to pay him if he's holding out type of thing, or they can suspend him if he chooses not to play. They can, you can get suspended for doing something like that. Mm-hmm. But, I don't – so he, he bent their hand. They have to pay them. They have to make him part of the – because you're not going to cut him. Right. You're not, you're not going to cut him. And it has, nothing, it has nothing to do with the talent that he's got and that you, you won't – because they'll get something for him at some point because they have him locked up for four years. So if anything, they can just trade him for one first-round pick at some point just to be done with the situation. Yeah. So they're going to get something for him, but they can't eat that debt. I mean, $67 million, you're locking yourself into four years of being very bad because you can't pay anybody. So th- th- their hands are tied in that situation. Maybe there's the mantra where it's like, if we can get somebody to overpay for him, then we'll get rid of him. But they they don't have to be in a rush to get rid of him because again, he's not on his contract hasn't started yet. So if you do trade him anytime between now and the start of the next league year, whoever's getting him is getting him on a four year deal. So like you, you have him locked up. Yeah, it's for a bunch of money, but he's locked up. You got a franchise quarterback locked up, and. Who knows? Maybe if everything goes away, maybe the Texans are even looking at it. I don't know. I'm not a, the Texans. But maybe they're even looking at it from the standpoint of, like, if all this goes away and it turns out to be nothing. He's going to Pittsburgh. Let's see. <laughs> no, like, let's see where we're at as an organization, what our, you know, what our pick situation is and all this stuff. And maybe we can go up to Deshaun Watson and say, hey, we have you under contract. This is what we have, to, you know, that we have this pick, this, this, that, and the other thing. If you were to stay, what would you want to see happen? And try to mend that relationship. Because mm-hmm. they, they can do that too. Like I, I don't personally have a problem with the way the Texans are handling it. Because with something like this, like I understand like people do these things and they, they you know they get cut by a team and then they go out and they get another job. And usually when that happens, you know, it's the same type of thing with the Deshaun Watson thing. There isn't enough evidence to put them on the commissioner exempt list, because we've seen players be put on the exempt list whether they're on a roster or a free agent. Right. And whatnot. So, and that's a team taking a chance. You know, usually yeah. the Dallas Cowboys taking a chance on a player. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess for me, in my, my feelings of the, their ill preparedness, is I've seen players now not at the same talent level as Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. get cut for a lot less. You know, for something that they've done off the field, and the teams are like, "All right, you know, that's it. You, you screwed up. Sorry, we're, we're just eating that money. Be gone." Right. So, and I just felt like, you know, Houston, be like, "Hey, you know." This is kind of a tough position you're putting us in. We don't want to deal with it. And then yeah, it sucks business-wise, but we're just washing our hands of it entirely and, and, and moving on. Well, and that's my thing. So it's like they were offered what they wanted, and they didn't take it. So there's some desire to it, one or the other. They're either trying to get more than their asking price, they're trying to get somebody to be desperate enough, or they think there's a chance that this can be mended. Those are the only mm-hmm. two options I see if they didn't take the deal that they, wa- they were offered that they wanted. So – they still have time to get more than they want because if, if all this comes back and it's all just hoopla at the end of the year and you're going into, you know, into the draft or whatever, a team will pay. A team will pay to get Deshaun Watson. If they, if they know it comes with no legal baggage, mm-hmm. they'll pay for him. They'll, they'll give draft picks for it. Now, it might, it'll suck because they'll probably get a little bit less than they're looking for only because then it's, hey, you, we didn't get the $15 million year that you got. We all, we all, we're all going right into forty. But, I, I mean, they could also, like I said, there could also be the option of, of potentially it being mended. Because yep. 
they're kind of at like this rebuilding phase. He's there for four years, so we they finally have first round picks again. So hey, what direction would you want to see this team go in to make you want to stay? But I don't know. I, I I don't I don't think they're tanking though. It's, like I I could subscribe to it if like I I could I think I could subscribe to it more if like they were like you know they're they're starting like Mills and you know they're they're like the divisions like blown away by the Titans or something mm-hmm. like that. But like they're still in it. We and, had this conversation in the last game of the year when it was the Eagles Washington I think it was. And yes. you know the whole the Doug Peterson tanking that game. I just and my point being then, like I I really doubt that the, the starting quarterback coming in is not trying his hardest because he's, he's you know this guy's playing for. Well, something. that was the, he he pulled his starting quarterback. That was right. the whole thing. No, there. I, right, but like the backup, whoever that was who came in. I mean, he's like, I, I can't imagine he's like, oh my god, this is my chance. And if he went out and put on a show, oh, he could have course. a starting job next year somewhere else. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and it's the thing, you know, it's hard to know. I mean, so I don't know what the, the timetable for, for Taylor is. Um, well, he's on – he got put on IR. Which is three weeks minimum. In, yeah, I think in week two. So I think he's got to miss at least one more. So, I, I mean, that's, that's like, well, the minimum. Um, I mean, I can't – I can't imagine they rolled they knew Mills that game. Mills wasn't ready to start. Well, I mean, they don't the, have any, uh, any the, other option. The situation is almost hilarious. I mean, because you, you have a, a rookie quarterback and you have four has-been running backs who, you know, they each had their level of success. But it's like, hey, let's let's band together this group of guys who yeah, are yeah. past their prime. Uh, and we, we have one receiver who's bounced around his entire career. It's like, it's like, maybe they'll turn him into a first-round pick. Maybe he'll turn him. Maybe he'll turn them that, that into a first-round pick. Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> He's playing well. No, I know. It's just like it's the most ridiculous. It sounds like something you read a movie about. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think the big problem too is that I, I just I think the Texans are in that situation where they just don't know where they're at. Eight fifty, Kendall. Um, I, I don't think the Texans know where they're at in terms of their rebuild because of the Deshaun Watson thing, regardless of if he plays or not. And the the way it looks, I mean, if Watson ends up. Being moved, I mean, it restarts their whole rebuild. Well, I mean, of course, he, you know what I mean. Like he was there, the the Kickstarter for it. Um, I mean, so if you lose that, and could you figure now, Hopkins is gone. I mean, Watt was aging, but Watt is gone. Like there, there's no, there's no face on that team. There's nobody like. There's nobody watching a Texans game to like watch Brandon Cooks. <laughs> Like really, I, I've, that's why Massey would watch. The game. But you know, what I mean? like there, there's no other, people used to watch, to watch Watt play or to mm-hmm. see how because you knew Hopkins was going to do something. <laughs> Watson was fun to watch. There's like no reason to watch a Texans game unless they're Is playing the team. For what, Kyle? I love Lindsay. <laughs> exactly. Hang up your phone and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a bad player. Well, he's, he's on a bad team. <laughs> Always splitting carries. DraftKings just tweeted, there's a dad joke somewhere involved with the Chargers being delayed due to lightning. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I don't know. The, the, I, I wish they would just make, make a decision. Put them on the exempt list, whatever. Do, do something. Right, but that's the thing. Is like they, like, I think the Texans would welcome something like that, but they can't do anything about it. 
Like the Texans, like the Texans' options are either do what they're doing, play them and take the publicity, or cut them. Well, they can't so put them on the exemplist. The exemplist doesn't help the Texans at all. It it, it opens up their roster spot. And well, and it they, they have to pay them still. On the on the exemplist, you're still being paid. Are you? Yeah. You you're still paid like you. Hmm. I don't. I mean, you don't get like exemplist obviously. This is what you get right before you're suspended. You're not allowed to play, but we haven't told you you can't stop getting paid yet. Yeah. That's just uh, weird because in the, when you're on the exemplist, you can't be part of football activities. Exactly. You're you're owed. It's only like your base salary. So obviously, like you don't get your incentives and like your, um, like bonuses and stuff. I believe you only get paid out your base salary. Correct. Um. So I mean, and, and that side it doesn't help, but it, you know it, it's it's just one of those where it's like just just do something. I mean, if the the investigation's been going on, at least for, uh, and I don't know every accusation. I mean, it was he was what like groping, massage, th- yeah. like again, how long should the investigation be? <laughs> I mean, really, like. That's the thing is they're they're investigating like twenty three different things. No, I know, but like it, it should be, you walk in, you know, you gave him the massage. Yep, did he grab your ass? Yes. Investigation over. Like, well, I mean, I, I, I know there's more to it, but I'm saying, did like, you kill that guy? No. <laughs> All right, back it up, man. Well, like, Don't even else, take that to trial. What else could there be to look at? Like, hey, if that was the way our judicial system worked, nobody would know who the Kardashians are because OJ Simpson would have been fine. <laughs> but you know, like you think about like. What what else could be investigated? And I was like, what if he really didn't do it? Though? Listen, Kyle, I I understand that no, side well, of it, but there there's twenty three people. Go ahead and say, well, that's the, there, that's there's twenty three people no, that came that's forward. That's the other side. That's the flip side to it too, from the Texan standpoint. Whether it comes out that he did it or he didn't do it, the Texans look like a they look like a morally upright franchise for not playing him. Because if he didn't do it, like. Wow, they kept him on the team, they paid him, and you know, but they let the judicial system run its course and blah blah blah. Or he did do it and it's like good for them. You know, they 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 didn't play him, they didn't do this thing, they they made him sit out and blah this and that and the other thing and boom. And listen, we we know Texas loves their women. Now, I wonder how it wor- how does it work if let's say he is charged and goes to jail. He doesn't like the the Texans still have to pay him his owed money? I, no, I think the contracts get voided. Uh, th- there's got to be something like that. What happens if you go to jail? Do you still get paid? No, you. It's the same thing that happened to Aaron Hernandez. You forfeit your entire salary. Well, didn't part of the salary about go to his for, daughter? They thought about it for a while, but well, he lost. well, Hernandez kind of loopholed it. Yeah, but uh, yeah. No, he loop, he definitely loopholed it because they were saying mm-hmm. that like that's that's the reason why they think he killed himself was because the loophole. Well, he made yes. a loophole and killed himself. Well, so. <laughs> Well, no. So the whole thing was, you know, he he was convicted. <laughs> so yes, he like he never got convicted. Why are you? No, he did. He never got. Yes, he what did. He, but did then he? he then he appealed it, mm-hmm. and because it was an act of appeal, um, and then he killed it. Like it was, it wasn't. It was like he was not convicted. So that's why his salary was owed to his daughter. And the Patriots had to pay his daughter like fifteen million dollars or something. I just saw that's that. Yeah, my bad. No problem, but uh, but yeah, it might still be open. Um, so it, it, it's just a, I don't know. It, it's it sucks to see like imagine if you're on the Texans, you know, because obviously the players are trying to do 
everything they can't like they don't want to go out and get fucking smoked <laughs> you know but uh, on its face <laughs> it looks like they're they're not doing the best they can to win um i don't know it is what it is yeah, I mean it's tough. I I don't know. Do you, do you guys know who like the offensive and defensive coordinators are for that team? You. Yeah, I mean, yeah. might as well be. No, so you, you, would, you wouldn't do as good a job as they do. Yeah. You're you're a bad play caller. Oh. I played Madden enough times with you. So Kendall, you're still Kendall's third and eighteen. What should we do? Oh, you still got to establish the run. Yes, you do have to keep establishing the run. Maybe not that scenario entirely, but. Um, All right, we go to break. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a break. <laughs> go to break when we come Matthew. back. What? Massey was trying to say something. Oh, I thought he was done. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead, Mass. I already gotten past what I was going to talk about. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. We'd be happy to talk about it, Mass. I just started. No, we're good. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So we'll go to break, and we'll see you guys live on the other side. Home of getting sports with Drunk on Monday Nights. PPRN Radio. Home of the Peter Pino Show. Peter Pino Show. PPRN Radio. Damn, where are we? PPRN Radio. Always on, sometimes off. PPRNRadio.net. PPRNRadio.net. The most diverse playlist on the planet. 24-7, 365. Yes, your mama station. Bringing that heat. PPRNRadio.net. The station that's home with your wife. While you're at work, we keep a company. We keep her happy. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. We're back. We're live. We're here. Deal with it. Souls, you there? I am here, sir. Massey, are you there? No. Mass, mass, mass. Hey, Mass, I invited you to a raid. You got 30 seconds. Hurry up. Um. So, yeah, we're I here. I have a remote raid pass. Unacceptable. <laughs> um, oops, someone joined. Um, yeah, so we're here. Um, let's talk a little bit about... Some football stuff that you know, we're, we're no longer... We can only understand. It fucking bugs me that we can't do 25, 50, and 75% of the way through the season anymore. Man, I thought you were going to talk about the cricket, and I was ready to jump on board. <laughs> um, so the first thing I'd like to talk about is... So are the Denver Broncos not the real deal now that they lost? They, they played someone good and they lost? No, I think he was not... not fluky is not the right word, but it would have been interesting if um, Bridgewater doesn't go down, you know, if the game's a little closer. Uh, I, I, I think... They were going to lose that game. I just think that Baltimore is the better team, but mm-hmm. it would have been more interesting if we had a healthy Bridgewater. Well, because, so, Massey, can you pull up the schedule for me? I know they beat Jacksonville. I think they beat the Jets. Oh, those teams were winless. <laughs> who, who did um, – Broncos? Yeah, who have the Broncos beat so they far this They beat season? the Giants. Oh, so it was the Giants, the Jets, and the Jaguars? Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. So, so they beat three teams that two of them just got their first win. Um, hey, the Giants could easily have been three and one. <laughs> but, I think um, the Broncos' defense is the real deal. Okay. Okay. From your offense, it is what it is. 
they, have, they don't have Judy. Their offensive line's still not that great. Well, I think the Broncos. I mean, my my big thing for the Broncos is that they're doing the same thing that they always do. They're just they're, they they have two good running backs on their team, and they're not just letting one take the reins. They keep trying to be like, oh, we're gonna do eleven carries and, and nine carries, and then no one gets into a fucking groove, and everyone sucks. Yeah, I know. Well, it's it's this weird play calling mindset. Like, hey, if we you we get the best out of both our players, if you know we're using fifty percent of the time, so this will elongate their season when. Like you, like you're right. Play the hot hand. You know, let these guys get into rhythm. And you know, what was the score of their game? Twenty three. Twenty No scored a touchdown on the opening drive, and they gave up twenty three unanswered points. So I mean, defensively, right? Mm-hmm. We. I mean, I guess it's fair to say of the four teams they've played so far, the the Ravens are the best. Offense yeah. they faced, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the the Giants' offense is, is gotten better over the last couple of weeks, but Jacksonville is Jacksonville, mm-hmm. and I mean, again, until this week, the Jets haven't done anything. Um, so th- this could have been considered like their first real test challenge, and, and I mean, holding Baltimore, we said twenty three. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think that's bad. That that's you know. Giving up twenty three points isn't the best, but no, Baltimore's I mean, a good offense. The, much the entire game. I mean, like, they're... the Broncos have like ten three and outs, especially when Drew Lock came in. I mean, the biggest thing in reality, Denver gave up one big play for a score, you know, and the rest were a lot, a lot of Justin Tucker, you know, field goals, and then that, that's just going to happen. Yeah. Okay, so. Then from there, let's go to what 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 do we what what are our thoughts on on Trevor Lawrence so far? You know, I, 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 he's going to have a lot of ups and downs. He shows flashes and he showed dumbness. Like in that Bengal game, he he looked good for a while, and then the second quarter, the third quarter, he just didn't do anything. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's it. Jackson was in the driver's seat for the majority, the first half of the game anyway. And I think he's got a bad coach. Yeah. He gets the push, though. <laughs> that video was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> there was a, I saw a meme, I forget what it was, where it was like, it was like fake him apologizing to his wife or whatever, and then it was like, oh, and then he hits a home run out of the <laughs> <laughs> left field. It's for him. <laughs> Nice. I do think Trevor Lawrence will be good. Yeah, I mean uh, that's just it. It's it's a it's a rookie quarterback, you know, finding finding his feet or whatever you want to call it. So let's kind of go around the horn on the on the rookie quarterback thing. So, um, so we move on from him. We go to Zach Wilson. Yesterday he looked fantastic. He looked good yesterday. Um, the last two weeks, not so much. He likes it, to throw the deep ball. He does, but that's the thing. Like that's fine, but throwing seven picks in two games isn't. It's not fine. Right. That's something like <laughs> you, like Ben. Ben, when like 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 two three years ago, Ben Ben could do that. Same thing with like Brett Favre because they earned it. Like like they they've earned the ability to go out and throw right. seven picks in two games. A rookie can't be because, reckless. Because the thing that Zach Wilson didn't do is he didn't pair those four interceptions with five hundred passing yards. And, and three touchdowns. And he doesn't have the defense to back him up. Well, I'm just that. saying, just from his play. Now, I'm not talking about like the no, team I know. record. But, but like, what I mean is, uh, to, to go with what you're saying, 
you know, the Steelers have been known for di- so Ben could throw five picks, and the defense wouldn't let that like you know get out of hand. Yeah, but Ben still throws five picks even when the defense is going to get out of hand. That like that true. Jaguars game, the playoff Jaguar game, he threw like three picks in that game. Yeah, yeah. The de- and the defense didn't show up. I said there was five quarters in that game. You guys would have lost. We would have won by one. <laughs> no, because then that's when Jacksonville would have brought in Tebow. <laughs> Bring him back. Oh, my God, it's Tim Tebow. What the hell? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I'm secretly hoping that team replaces Big Ben. The who? I, the who replaces Zach Big Ben? It's tough, but I do think... Massey, what would you say? Tebow. You hope I I hope Tebow replaces Big Ben. He hopes Tebow no, replaces Kendall does. Big Ben. Oh, oh yeah, Kendall does. <laughs> what? For sure. We all heard you say it. <laughs> Tell you what though, it'd be very funny though if Aaron Rodgers does replace Big Ben, because then I wouldn't like your team at all. For a while. <laughs> Ever again. <laughs> Ever again. Listen, I'm not forty either. I don't like the players. I would probably go out and buy a Lamar Jackson jersey. <laughs> Actually, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna buy one just in case it happens. I want to have it ready. Just let it sit in the cart until it's time. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm gonna get it. They have a 400 year revolt. Um, so, so Zach, I mean Zach Wilson, like so far, like nothing impressive. I, I haven't no seen okay. anything. I mean, he had a good game. Um, nothing that like makes you see, like like. There's a lot of things going against him. He's playing for the Jets. Um, there's no defense. There's not much of an offense. But like, he hasn't really like done anything that's make you like, I like persuade either way because like he doesn't have anything going for him. So I'm not like, oh man, this guy's a bust. But on the flip, I'm not like, there's nothing. He's not he's not doing anything on his own to be like, you know what, this 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 kid can be the the the, yeah. the, the, the center for this this rebuild. Like they can definitely rebuild around him. Yeah, I mean, I don't like. I still think the question, you know, he's kind of like like I, I think like I have the same opinions about him that I had about Daniel Jones. Like I need to see more. Like let's kind of gradually add pieces. And and build something around him and and like he's like I think Zach Wilson's on pace right now to be like a prove it in year four kind of guy. Well, see, Jones did the opposite where when he jumped in, he actually looked pretty good. Then got and worse. And then looked terrible, and is now like, hey, I might be okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, hold on, I just want to show you one more thing. I want to really tease you. You think Saquon's a giant after this year? Um. Oh. Yes. All right. Why? Um, I I think it'll depend. All right. So we're assuming he's healthy all year. Yeah, we'll say he plays all year. Um. Then then yes, I I think that he'll still be on the Giants. I I think that they still have like the the faith in him faith in him as a player. If he stays healthy this whole season and you know puts up numbers like he did his rookie year, I think they'll resign him. Um. If I think if if he gets hurt or, or say it just you know really falls off, then it might be different. But I think if if he's willing to stay and he's productive, I think the the Giants will bring him back. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Kyle, why do you say no? Like before he got healthy this year, all signs were like pointing to the Giants not wanting to bring him back. I don't know. I what, just feel what, like... What, what? From what? Just by the way the fans were talking about him, the way that other people, like the 
the management were talking about him. Like the fans were like ready to fucking write him off after he tore his ACL. Chris Jankowski. I was, uh, um, see, so so, but that's what that that's like a tainted step because that's that's not true. You're talking about one guy who's the worst sports fan we know. <laughs> you were ready to write him off too because you said in the beginning that you didn't think he was going to resign. No, I, I never yes. thought that he wouldn't resign. It, it came down to if he's healthy or not. If if he's unhealthy, and then yes, the Giants then give him a giant, you know, running back contract. That's that's not good. He missed the two or three games. What's gonna? What do you think it's gonna happen? I I, I think that he'll resign because two or three. I mean, any any running back can miss two or three games. That that happens. I mean, Delvin Cook misses two to three games minimum every week. year. You know, like this is two or three games a week. But uh, what I mean by the injury, if he has another, you know, serious, you know, knee injury or, or whatever, then that's different. Um, have you noticed that more, run, more like of like these topper notch running backs, like lately over the past like five years, go through really big slumps lately? Yeah, like it didn't used to happen. You know, like like like. Granted, it was a shorter window, but like like Maurice Jones Drew was dominant for the entire time he was dominant, and then he wasn't. Same thing with like Chris Johnson. Adrian Peterson, you know, like he was dominant until he wasn't anymore type of thing. Like a lot of these running backs, they're dominant until they're not. Like we saw Zeke take like big steps back. And like this year so far, it looks like he's doing better. And then he had like a real blowout game last, you know, last week, this past Sunday Sunday. here. You know, like, like Dalvin Cook isn't looking good this year. I mean, he's missed time already. But like, I mean, yesterday he was healthy and he ran for 50, 60 yards against the fucking Browns. I mean, like they have a good front four, but. There, you, you, Dalvin Cook can outrun them. You know what I mean? Like Dalvin, Dalvin Cook, like should have done more. Yeah. In my opinion, like you just like I feel like you see a lot more of these like top-notch running backs. You know, like the the one exception would be like Derrick Henry, since he's become big, has continued to be big. But like you know, like it's either really short windows or like there's like an off year in there. Yeah. You know, like like look at like Todd Gurley had a really short window. Yeah. Pretty much till he signed that contract. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, it's okay because Massey was telling me that he, like three years ago he was like, I, I don't think this guy's going to be anything, and he was right. He said that while he was hanging a framed jersey. <sighs> no, it was, I'm a sad. Ha- it was a handmade jersey. <laughs> it's paper mache. <laughs> no, I'm sad. The St. Angeles Rams. No, it's the Los Lewis Rams. <laughs> Los Lewis. Los Lewis. Um, all right. So we mentioned it in our toast. MLB postseason's here. Starting, we're recording this on Monday, October 4th. So starting tomorrow, Tuesday, October 5th, the postseason begins with, I believe, Yankees Red Sox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday, and then it's uh, Dodgers Cardinals on Wednesday. And then after that, we go Wednesday starts the ALDS, and Thursday starts the NLDS. So the postseason is uh, it's all wrapped up. You have the Tampa Bay Rays, the Chicago White Sox, and the Houston Astros all winning their divisions. And then the NL, you had the Giants, the Braves, and the Brewers winning their divisions. You got Cardinals, Dodgers, wild card, and then you got Yankees, Red Sox, wild card. So Tuesday will be the Yankees traveling to Boston, playing the Red Sox at Fenway, and then we'll be seeing the Cardinals travel to L.A. to play the Dodgers in L.A. in the one game take a winner take all wild card, um, and then 
the winner of those games will face the AL will face the Rays, NL will face the uh, Giants, and then you got White Sox, Houston in Houston, and you have Atlanta, Milwaukee. I believe in Milwaukee, right? Y- yeah. Yes. Mo- Atlanta, Milwaukee in Milwaukee. I finished it right, Kyle. Yeah, Mo- yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, because the, 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 the NL East this year was just like the NFC East. Yeah. Whoever won it made the playoffs, and that was about as far as they were going to go. <laughs> you know, it was a really bumming me out stat, and I, I don't know when the last time this happened, but the Mets were in first place for a very long time, and then for them to finish below 500 for the yeah, year. Yeah, but, but think of it from the other standpoint, where it's like, oh, the Mets were in third place all year, except for the five seconds. And like, are they, like, you know, are the, the Mets were like, you know, like they were fighting all year, and then they had June. Is it June or May? Yeah, I know what you're talking Wait, about. What month uh, is it? It was June, I'm pretty sure. June's like, like, you know, it's like, okay, so cool. You guys beat the June curse just to fuck up the June curse. Yeah. Like, it was just, you had June, it was just August. Right, yeah. <laughs> Changed this time around. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, so so we know, like, the only thing we know so far is we, we know the wild card games, and then we know Braves are going to Milwaukee, and we know Chicago White Sox are going to Houston. Those things we know for sure. So the question from there is, so like, We'll start off with the basic uh, talk. We have this. I think we ask this question every year. Are we a fan of the one game plan? Yes. The wild card. I I do uh, like it just because it's it's it spices things up. And and it's it's a one game because baseball playoff like we're hockey see- like it's it's we're, well we're seeing a series. Ex- we're seeing exactly what you talk about all the time. You guys mention it all the time for baseball. It's not about your record over the course of the year. It's about what you're doing going into the postseason. Yeah. You have a red hot Cardinals team taking on a, a Dodgers team that. It is, is arguably the best team in the in the league. Maybe not because of the, maybe the, the Giants' record says different, but they. I think most people would agree they're a better team than the Giants. But a red hot Cardinals team all it takes is one game. That that's the aspect of it that I like is that it's not a series. You know, that's something to me that makes the NFL playoffs so exciting is that it's one game. Like. It's hard to beat a team that's better than you in a series. It's just it, it's right because uh, oh, the, the better team blows the first game. Well, yeah. they're coming right back tomorrow. They're, they're come, you know, and you don't see upsets all that often. You know, it, it happens, but you don't see it that often in in the you know baseball, basketball, hockey. Um, well, I think the thing, the cool thing about so like football football has to be one and done for obvious yeah. reasons. Just man, imagine that. Imagine a thing. Imagine. <laughs> I mean, but imagine if they played three game series. Yeah, the, NFL, be, the NFL season would go until fucking June. <laughs> no, they do it all in one weekend. You get 150 man rosters. Each game is a different 50. <laughs> Sub them out. This is this is what this is what you should do. What they should do is in the beginning of the season, they should have the top like so based off last year, right? You do the top two teams from each division because that would be eight teams. They pick a name out of the hat, which is the other eight teams, and that's your pair. So then what happens is when you make the playoffs, if your team didn't make – if they made the playoffs, you're screwed. You get paired with a different team, whatever. But, like, you get that, you get that team's roster for the three-game series. That's so bad for whoever gets paired with the Texans. <laughs> hey, you got a lot of running backs. <laughs> Can we just take one guy? <laughs> but, um, I mean, the thing was, like, like so baseball does it right, because in my opinion, because that's the one game – thing and then it's a five game series not a seven game series and then it's the the two seven game series and the thing with like baseball is that like you know like it's 
you, you do the series because you have, you know, a pitcher could be on randomly. You can have a hitter that's just on fire. And, like, when you get to, like, the AL championship series, like, you know, like, let's just say in, in a world it's, you know, it's the Yankees playing, you know, the, the, the Astros. Like, and if it was only one game and, like, that game, like, Aaron Judge just decides that's the game he's going to go four for four in with three home runs. Like, they should go to the World Series based off of basically Aaron Judge one night type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Um, hockey, hockey will always have to be seven games because there's too many lucky bounces. Like hockey could never be a one game thing because it'd be awesome. It would be terrible. <laughs> the ratings would be absolutely garbage. One game playoffs, no sticks. <laughs> Kick that puck. <laughs> you know what's really funny is Mock would be a bad goalie, especially glove side. <laughs> glove side, I got it. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna set it up. I got a guy. I got a guy I play with. He he plays beer league. He played D one college hockey. He'll, uh, he played forward, so I'm going to talk to him. We'll get pads, and we're going to get mock on the net, and the guy's going to take 10 shots. Shootout style. From the red line. <laughs> <laughs> From the red line? Which red line? Which one's in the middle? The red line. Oh, isn't there only one? No, there's three. Well, I thought the other ones were blue. The one, the goal lines are red. All right, well, do you one better? I'm confused. The ice is divided into three-thirds. Yeah. There's... The, an offensive third, which is between the end of the rink and the blue line, then blue line to blue line, then blue line to the end of the rink. But where the goal is, there's a spot of ice behind the goal. So there's a line that goes across the front of the goal that's red. Oh, yeah, not that one. The right. one in the middle. He's going to take it from the... I bet you he still gets at least two in. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, he'll take it from the opponent's free throw line. <laughs> yeah. Next door. <laughs> so I told him about this challenge. He said that he'd let you pick. He can either he can either go ten shootout style goals, no fancy shit, just just skate in and shoot all glove side, or he'll give you ten glove side, but he's shooting from between the dots slap shots. Listen, I would like to try both, but I know um, he shoots a slap shot ninety eight miles an hour. Listen, th- that's fine. Like I- I'm not worried about the speed of it. I'm worried well, that I won't see it the same as I see a ball. Well, the, th- the thing is, is like I'm not worried about the speed from it from the standpoint of you getting hurt. It's just by the time you see it, it's going to be in the net. That that's that's where I'm kind of getting is like I, I don't know because I don't I don't know that you're going to register a 98 mile an hour puck from 37 feet away. 37 is pretty close. <laughs> yeah, that's close. <laughs> Did you guys? I I don't know. If but then I again, sent he can wrist shot 67 <laughs> miles per hour. I don't know if I sent feet. it to you guys, but it was the two guys trying to break like the world record for fastest ball caught. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever laughed at a video so hard. It was there. It was what it was like. It was like twenty eight feet away, like just t- Dude, beaning liners the, off an aluminum bag yeah, he's right hitting, into a catcher. And he takes a couple like off his knee. Oh. It's oh my god, it's brutal. Love it. Sucks. Come, remember that time they made us catch in practice? Yeah, it's kind of what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> this is back when we were playing Little League. This may have been the year your fucking dad was the coach. Oh, was that the year that Ken- Would that have been the year that Kendall played? Yeah. I don't know. Kendall played the year. Well, we Bob showed coached. up to practice, and the, and the coach was like, hey, you and Kyle are going to catch BP today. And we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I remember I, I put the gear on, get behind the plate, first pitch, bailed out. I was like, yeah, I'm good on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a catcher. Here's more, the thing. More of a first baseman. I remember when I was younger. Oh, what an asshole. When I was younger, um, I wanted to be a catcher really bad. Because I thought it was cool. Because they sat in the dugout with the, the leg guards on. <laughs> Liked that a whole lot. 
And and I remember like doing all the drills and like everything I was good at, like blocking, throwing, everything was good. As soon as there was a batter with a bat, fuck that noise, man. <laughs> if I saw him start to swing, I was out of there. So you know how like the, like the knee pads, like you have like the, the curls like this, and then you have the one under here, but they flex. Yeah. The catcher for our high school team used to keep dip in there because you couldn't dip in high school games. Yeah. So he used to keep he he like there was like a, he made like a little pouch in there, and he used to stuff skull men. <laughs> In, in there, and he would just like he would just pull a wad out and shove it in. But else, you know what else was cool? Mm. Like the catchers got on base. They're like, "Hey, that guy's catching," so you didn't have to run. Like no. they'd take you out to start putting your gear on. <laughs> you had to use a cool mitt. I wanted to do it so bad, couldn't hang. <laughs> Tried to catch a softball game, did the same thing, bailed out. Umpire got hit with the ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, softball. It, it it's just the fact that that guy's swinging, and I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I've caught for you guys, the ump has always said, he's like, you need to back up. I'm like, why? You're way too close to yeah. where that bat's coming. Yeah. When uh, And I'm like, yeah, but if, if the ball hops, if the ball hits the ground, there's no way I'm catching it, and I'm going to look like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. The guy fouled one back. I got it, and the umpire's like, dude, you can't do that. I was like, <laughs> guess what? It's going to happen every time, <laughs> so you should keep your eyes open. <laughs> like, I don't care if you get hit with the ball. <laughs> it's not about you, guy. All right, so wild card matchup number one on Tuesday the fifth. We have the Yankees at Boston. I'm a, I don't know. Eric Cole versus Mason Avaldi. Is it Avaldi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you do you think the Yankees should win because Avaldi sucks? You think there's any chance that in a game like that, like you could see like Sale come in? And, I and I think so. It, it's anything it's should be an option. Die. Yeah, every yeah. It's a win it, or go home. It's a game where everybody's available. Right. That's it. Everybody's Sale available. But it doesn't but, matter. But he can come in and pitch an inning. He can come in and pitch an inning. And Sale's a guy that'll yeah, do it. I don't think Sale will be available tomorrow. I, I'm sorry. It, it, it's a playoff game. It do, yeah, Sale will be. It doesn't matter if he's available. Like, available is not the word. Like, will they use him or not is the question. Because, like, like Mox said, it, it's win or go home. Everybody's available. What if they get into a situation where they need where they need him? They're going to say, oh, no, he's not available. No, you're gonna put him in. He's plus the injury from last year. I just don't. He's see fine. That. He he's fine. That's not what we said. That wasn't the argument, Kyle. You said that he wouldn't be available. If he's not available, then they shouldn't have him on the roster for tomorrow. <laughs> That's how they use the terminology. But I don't think they would use it that way for postseason. And we know more about baseball than you. Yes, Kyle said that. You said it to me yourself. So, all right, so we got a Valdi versus Cole. The the Yankees are kind of like, what? We, the Yankees and the Red Sox both are kind of what? Like, like average right now? Like, they're not. The Yankees were really hot for a while, and then they kind of cooled down. They struggled against, I think they, they, they lost a couple to the Rays, right? Yeah. Including one smoke show. And, and then um, yeah. Toronto put a hurting on them a, a game or one of the games or whatever. Um, and so, they, they had some rough stuff on the stretch. The... Red Sox had a cake schedule going into the last six games of the season, found a way to blow it, and, and almost not not, uh, not make the postseason. Yeah. Um, so what do, you, what, do you, what do you see coming out of this, this one-game one winner-take-all old-school rivalry 